You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author, filmmaker, and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, actress, filmmaker, and e-reader. This episode, we're taking off another box on the Reading Glasses Challenge. That's stop reading a book that you're not enjoying and giving out some book recommendations. But first, what are you reading, Bria? I'm reading a book that I think you've already read. Um, Mouthful of Birds by Samantha. No, I haven't read it yet, but I want to. Wicked bad. Oh, I'm going to put on my library holder list Um, right now. So I was in Kansas City and I made friends with uh, a man on the set and he went home to see his wife like one weekend and he came back with this book for me because we'd been talking books and he loves short story books. And I was like, you know, I just don't read that many short story books. And he was like, this one is so good. And he's so right. I'm putting on a hold right now. It's super disturbing. I've been reading like one or two stories a night before I go to bed and then I read something else because I'm. it's like so disturbing and the stories have to kind of sit with you. Like the, do you call it the titular story? The title story? Mouthful uh, of maybe, Birds? Yeah. Titular already always sounds dirty to it me, but I do think dirty. that is the word, the titular story. The titular story is about a man who goes to see his wife and his daughter and his wife is like, I can't deal with this daughter anymore. And uh, and he, she's like, I'm just going to show you. And she pulls out this like, like shoe box full of, it has a, a little bird in it and puts it in a cage. And then the daughter walks over and grabs that bird and then eats it whole. It's horrifying. Oh my God. And then the guy, the man is like, this can't be the thing you're going to do. And then the daughter starts wasting away and he has to like decide, like, is he going to be like, a good dad. What does it mean to be a good dad, even if your daughter is eating live birds? Like, do you go buy her the live birds? Is that what you do? So it's like his, from his point of view. The, the first story in it, like is the disturb- daughter a cat? No, just regular <laughs> old lady. Uh, and then I, the the first story is also super disturbing, but they they border on like weird fiction to like horror to. Just really, like, there was a story that kind of reminded me. I actually didn't read. I saw the movie of In the Tall Grass. I never actually read the book. but it got, I read it, but I never, I haven't seen it yet. I enjoyed the movie. Is it wicked fucked up? Because the, yes. the story's wicked fucked up. It's very fucked up. Fucked up. Um, but in, but there's a story that kind of reminded me of that, where it's like kind of these, these, there's like one thing weird about the world, you mm-hmm. know? And then you. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. You would love it. It's really disturbing. It's really wonderful. Um, I have it. I actually have the physical copy so I can even give it to you. Wow. The first time ever oh I'm God. able to give you. I well, will be done with it in probably a week. So. Oh, okay. yeah. Awesome. If I, I keep really... reading at the, the two, one to two story rate, which is because yeah, I, really I can't take in it. more than that. Um, what are you reading? I'm reading a really interesting book. Uh, this is a pre-order alert. It comes out in August. Uh, I got asked to blurb it and I'm going to because it's very cool. It's called Looking for Miss America by Margot Mifflin. And it, it it is a nonfiction book about the history of the Miss America pageant. Oh, nice. And it's one of those things where most people will be like, why do I want to read about that? But the Miss America pageant is one of those just weird events or like cultural institutions that if you look at the history of it, it mirrors the history of all the things that are fucking wrong with this country. I totally believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so fascinating. And the author is really insightful and um, does a does a really good job at criticizing it and from all angles and like how racist it is and how like it, you know, in the fifties it was part of the eugenics movement and like, just like it is so screwed up. It's also how, you know, how people have tried to make it not screwed up uh, and tried to make it better than it was, but how like literally making women compete for the title of Miss America is just inherently shitty. No, awful, awful in their bikinis. 
Yes. And it, but it's so, it's so fascinating. It's one of those nonfiction books that's going to give you like, you know, party facts. Like, did you know that this thing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> cool. I love a party fact book. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. Uh, Sean, are you ready to talk about? No, Sean's not. Sean's Sean not is very about particular about when he's ready to talk about the books that he's reading. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to like really be into them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, Looking for Miss America by Margot Mifflin. And mine is Mouthful of Birds by Samantha Schweblin. So we want to take a moment to share some listener wheelhouses. Uh, Caitlin wrote in with time traveling mishaps. Oh, yeah. Because if you mishap during time travel, that's the worst time to mishap. It's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scientific explanations for magic, like genetic traits for the witchcraft or the biology of vampires. Buildings that are alive or animated by spirits. Mm. Ooh. Uh, Ancient beings being hip to today's trends and technology, (laughs) especially if they have to explain them to other ancient beings. (laughs) That's a joke. That's a joke thing that I really enjoy where ancient (laughs) beings are like fish out of water and they're like, but what's the internet? Like, I also enjoy that. Like as a a joke trope. Uh, Long friendships turning into romance, bickering frenemies turning into romance. Enemies to friends, uh, enemies to lovers. (laughs) Such a tro- such a popular trope. Uh, hero's journey across multiple climates, detailed descriptions of food, faster than light travel, and then cats with an exclamation point. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Rachel wrote in uh, with a wheelhouse. Anything horror, nonfiction books about Disney parks and movies. Oh my God. I just had this conversation about how there's a weird horror Disney crossover. Yes. There's like a Venn diagram of people who like horror and people who like Disney. And it is a big yeah. Middle then, and it's a lot, whatever that's called. It's like people who like horror and people who like 50 shit. Yeah, that's that true. same kind of like Burbank stuff. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That strip on Burbank and Magnolia, uh, Magnolia yes. Boulevard. People yes. who like have victory roles, but also like horror. Yeah, it's true. That's that's the totally thing. And those people also like Disney. Yes. I'm going to just say it. If you like those two things, you probably like Disney. Yeah, and you, you want to be. Yeah, you want to get married on the Haunted Mansion ride. Yeah. Um, anything that has a dog character in it that doesn't die, bonus if it talks. <laughs> Same here. Uh, spooky with a hint of comedy. Anything that involves books, whether it be writing, taking place in a library or bookstore, etc. Musician, autobiographies, witches, werewolves, vampires, zombies, basically anything that has a character inspired by a universal monster. Oh, yeah. Mallory. Um, any fiction with a female main character, feminist, historical nonfiction, and anything that involves magic. Excellent. I feel like this, did you write this in? Yeah. It feels like you. <laughs> Oh, so quick paperback. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freudian slip there. Uh, quick bookmark for me about my paperback. Uh, if you don't know and have not been uh, listening or paying attention to me flashing it all over my social media, but this week, my, the paperback of my book, The Lady from the Black Lagoon, came out. So if you want to Yay. support me, I'm very excited about it. Um, I would love if you picked it up at um any wherever you buy books whether it's your local bookstore or barnes and noble or wherever uh this week uh, i'm very proud of it i'm very excited about it it's much cheaper than the hardcover i'm hoping that'll be a sweet beach read this year nice uh, so if you missed it coming out last year if you missed the hardcover release and you want to uh support me and read this book that i am very proud of uh this week is a great week to buy it Awesome. And Bria also has a very exciting I, bookmark. I do. I talked about it a few weeks ago, but um, if you are in Austin for South by Southwest, please come see the movie that I wrote and I'm in. It's directed by Natasha Kermani. Uh, we're playing the 16th, 17th, and I think 20th. Um, if you actually don't have to even have a badge. You can go and they let people in 15 minutes before if you are waiting in line. Um, I think the 17th and 20th will be easier to get into. But the movie's called Lucky. Uh, you can find information about it on my social media or on the South by Southwest website 
uh, please, please come and uh, find me and tell me that you know me from Reading Glasses. That would be very exciting for me. So you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. Before we talk about dumping books, we're going to take a quick break. All right, Adam. Uh, Maximum Fun wants us to record like a promo to tell people that they should listen to The Greatest Generation. You want to do that? No, I am tired of all the extra work. I just wanted to talk about Star Trek with my friend. I think it would be good to like try and get some new listeners by appealing to the audiences of other shows. Like this, this will only take a minute or two. It could be good for us. We sit down for an hour every week and talk about a Star Trek episode and make a bunch of idiotic fart jokes about it. It's embarrassing. If it got out that we made this show, I think it would make us unemployable. Adam, I have bad news for you. We have tens of thousands of listeners at MaximumFun.org. Oh my god. I think I'm going to throw up. The Greatest Generation, a Star Trek podcast by a couple of guys who are a little bit embarrassed to have a Star Trek podcast. Every Monday on MaximumFun.org. I'm really going to be sick. This week, it's time to dump that book. Dump that that book. Dump that book. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like um. Did you watch like really trashy talk shows in the nineties with like like um the what is his name? Maury. No, the trashy one. Jerry Springer. Thank you. Yeah. Jerry Springer. We do, yes. and I like, never can I just remember that it's Jerry Springer. I'm always like. Geraldo? I never can yeah. remember that it's Jerry Springer. <laughs> I, I just imagine a woman, she's coming out on stage with, she's holding her book and the book sits in one chair and she sits in the other and they, like, the audience convinces her to dump the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, and then they bring out a trash can and she throws <laughs> it away! And then the cash, trash can immediately lights on fire. Yeah. <laughs> we don't think you have to light it on fire, by the yeah. way. Uh, so one of our 2020 reading glasses challenge is, is to stop reading a book that you don't like. And we're going to talk about why that is so hard and why it's also so good for your reading life. Bria, when do you know when you need to dump a book? Um, I know pretty quickly. So I, it depends. There are sometimes I'll read like a chapter. I'm like, oh, no, no, this is definitely not for me. Yeah. This was for somebody else. Or I'm just like not in a place for it. Like it's like yeah. if it's like I have a lot going on in my head. I'm like this writing is too complicated. Or if the writing feels like a little too sometimes a little too juvenile and I'm not in the place for that. That will bother me as well. I try to give a book to 10% on my Kindle, which can be quite a. I mean, if it's a big honker, then yeah. Not really, though. So, like, you know, 300 page book that's 30 pages. Oh, it's really enough. not that much, right? Yeah. Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Um, but if it's the first few pages, I'll throw it right out. I, if it's just like, ugh, this is not like, the book I thought throw it was going to be. You. It lands <laughs> but in it's a, like it's my whole, it's my Kindle, so I'm like, ooh, I got to go back and get <laughs> it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> um, what about you? When do you, how do you when do you know it's time to dump a book? Like how quickly? What's funny is I actually usually know on the first page. Page one, but. I will give it some, some I, I, right? I used to give it a hundred pages. I used to as well. But now I give it 50. Okay. Um, and within 50 pages, I'm always sure that I'm not into either the main character or the story at all. But if I'm being honest with myself, most like nine times out of 10, I know on that first page. It's like a first date, you know? You know yeah. within the initial meeting, what is really going to change within that first few moments that you're like, ooh, we like each other, or we're like, oh, God, this is the worst That's idea ex- ever. That's actually exactly the right way. But mm-hmm. then sometimes you're like, mm, maybe he's nice. Maybe and then he's you, nice. Like, nice. Listen, kids, 
nice is base level. Yes. Nice is, if you're going out with someone and the only thing you can say about them is nice. Bread is nice. Yeah. Okay. Go eat some <laughs> Your bread. Your priest is nice. Yeah. Your yeah, people, everyone is nice. People should be nice, period. The yeah. end. That is not a reason to keep going out with them. It's not a reason to keep reading a book. This doesn't yeah. translate to books. No, it, it totally does though, because you're like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah. But dump that book. Dump it. So, but why is it so hard to do that? I think it's this sunk cost fallacy, which we've talked about many times on the show, but it's the idea you bought the book, you went to the library to get the book, you spent that money, you borrowed it from a friend, you already spent two days trying to get into it, you spent two whole evenings of your life where you're like, I tried to get into this. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, just because you're suffering, you don't actually get that time back. You don't get your money back. No one one goes, oh, you finished the book, here's your money back. Yeah, they're they're like, all right, hop in this little time machine, you get those six hours of your life back. You don't get those six hours of your life back, and you're actually like just spending six more hours of doing shit that is not, that is useless. Yeah. I mean, it's the same, like we- we do that thing where like things seem more valuable just because we have bought them. And that's not the case. It's not a more valuable book just because you've spent money on it. Exactly. So, I mean, that's my theory is that we put this time in and, you know, you're going to put a time in. You're going to put a time in. You're going to put some time in. You're going to put a day in. You're going to put an evening in. Mm -hmm. But just spending six more evenings trying to read that book does not make that first evening go away. No, and it's not going to get any better. Sometimes they do, but for the most part, if you're not enjoying it at the beginning, that is a new, that's, listen, like a relationship. It's like your, the relationship should be best at the beginning. And if it's not great, it's not going to improve. No. Because you're still at the like honeymoon phase. Exactly. Am I right, Sean? Huh? Honeymoon phase? What? (laughs) (laughs) Sean doesn't want to talk about his new relationship. No, he doesn't. Um, (laughs) What do you think? Why do you think people uh, have a hard time stopping to read? Oh, it's totally, it's it's totally, yeah, it's that. It's the, you've already put the work into it. Like, you ever, like, gotten a meal at a restaurant that you're not happy with and you're like, "Mm, I'll just, what if I keep eating it? Oh, I don't keep eating it. Oh, I will totally do. Wow. Because I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, well, what if it's, what if I put some ketchup on it? What if it's just, Mm -hmm. what, like, you just... You're like, I'm already here. I already started, you know, and like you said, you probably already purchased it, got it. You, you spent some effort getting it in some way. And now you're like, oh, well, what's the, why I'm wasting all this effort. Actually, something that's really helped me is now that I am getting a lot more physical books from the library. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to dump a library book because I'm like, oh, well, now backups. Well, also, because I'm like, oh, I'm doing a good thing because there's somebody out here who wants, someone out there who wants to read this book and they're going to have a much better time with it than I am. I'm just going to bring it back to the library. Yeah. Same with the eBooks. When Once you return them, once they, if they don't automatically return, you can return early. And if you yeah. return them early, whoever's next in line gets that book. Yeah. So and you're you doing like a person a favor. Yeah. You feel like you're doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's really, really hard. And there is this, um, I don't know, I guess there's a f- weird feeling of like failure, like and it's it's funny. That's why. Remember a while ago we were talking about that listener that counts the pages that she's read instead oh, of the yeah, book. Oh yeah, I liked that because it, it it's like you. St- I think listeners need to remember that you did do some reading. It's not like that reading time is taken away from you. Mm-hmm. You are getting your you know you're improving your vocabulary. You're spending time relaxing. You're getting you still got all the benefits from that time from reading. It's not like you failed. Yeah, and I think we have so many listeners that are like that are achievers, kind of like you and I, where we're yeah. like, we like to achieve things. I have a to do list every day, and the greatest joy of my life is checking off things off oh. that to do list, 
or going to my Goodreads and saying, hey, I read this book or adding it to my journal and saying, hey, I read oh, this book. It's such, it. it's such a dream. I, that will, is the best I will part put of my things day. on my to-do list that I've already done just so I can have it. You a, know what? My mom tells me to do that and I should oh, do that as well. It's wonderful. Well, it's great when I look at my to-do list and I've accidentally put the same thing on there twice. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, I already did it. And yeah. that's like such a wonderful. Or you accidentally start on tomorrow's. Oh, wow. Oh. I, I try not to mix my days up. Don't don't, don't push me. <laughs> don't push me. Um, but I do feel like, yeah, when, since we're all such achievers and we like checking things off, it feels so good to finish a book. And so once you've started, it feels like I just wasted all that time and I'm not, I could have been spending it on another book. But that's not a reason to keep reading. No, we have to stop looking at reading like that. You know, the same with your relationships. If you're in a bad relationship. Dump the boy, dump the book. Give him, Does he give, become a relationship advice show? Give him the book and then walk away from both of them. <laughs> and then put them both in the trash can and set it on fire. Yeah. Or you, the, the book can be we're like a consolation prize. Like, oh, I'm leaving you. But here's a book that you can read to make you feel better. It's true. I just want to say I'm not encouraging anyone to set anyone on fire on yes. this show. Please don't put that on the internet. Don't do that. Uh, so, Bria, why is this actually a great thing to do for your reading life? The number one thing people write in on the show is that they have too many books to read. They're like, my TBR list is too long. I'm freaking out. And yeah. we're like, and we try to help everyone with that. And we're on the same boat. We both have too long of TBR lists. They're literally insane. Um, but look, this will no longer be on that list. Yes. There's too many books in this world to re- read. You can go to another book and you can actually take this off your TBR list if you decide not to read it. And if you look at your TBR list, it's like at least a third of the books on your TBR list are books that you're not going to like. No. So if you look at the list and you're like, well, there's going to be you know a good chunk of these books that I'm not going to like. And I'm if I can give myself permission to stop reading them, this list isn't actually as intense as I think it is. That's true. I'm, I'm advocating for something called a TBN list. To be never picked up again. <laughs> There's probably a better like thing a for banned that. books list. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like this is not a book that I want to read, and it's this is my TB. It's a TBN. Like to be never picked up again. I tried it. It's not going to work for me. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck this book. There's too many books in the world. There are too many authors who've written things that are actually great for you. Yeah. That authors that are literally they're thinking of you when they're reading writing their mm-hmm. book, and this other author is thinking of somebody else. And so yeah. like you don't need to commit to them. No. Ab- oh, that's a good way to think of it too. Yeah. What about, what about you? What, why do you think it's a great thing? What, what advice can you give people? What, what will make them happy that they've quit reading a book? Well, it's funny because the other thing that people write to us most about is that they don't have enough time to read. Mm-hmm. And if you're not wasting, if you're not reading, spending time reading a book you don't like, think of all the time you're saving. Also, you're going to fucking die someday. Don't wait. It's just not <laughs> worth it. Like the nihilist approach. You're going to die someday. Imagine <laughs> lying in your deathbed and you're like, I can't believe I pushed through the last 600 pages of that fantasy book. Thank God. Like, no, you're not going to be happy about that. Even if it's an important book, you know, like that you think is, it's like a classic or somebody really wants you to read it. It's never fucking worth it. It's going to get more time to read a book that you actually care about. Also, I think something that I need to start doing, and I think we've, you and I have started to do ever since we started thinking about those reading pathway things, is when you're dumping a book, Start thinking about why. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, are you, do you not like the main character? Mm-hmm. Do you not like the plot? Do you not like the way that it's written? Uh, I like, I, I've really started to pay attention to that. And then I think it'll save you time in the future because then it, it'll help you pick up a book you're actually going to like mm-hmm. or avoid books that are like that book. Or identify the red flags early for you. Like yes. that's a red flag where you're just like, like for me, it often is prose, the way the prose is written. Mm-hmm. And if I'm like, I just cannot get into this. I, I can I can identify that so early. Yes. Like, because you can identify that page one where you're just like, oh, I don't like the way this is written. There was a book recently that 
I opened it and within three pages, I just did not like the voice. I did not like the voice of the main character. It just like, I just didn't like it. And I knew that it wasn't a badly written book. It just like wasn't for me. And I, now I've really started to pay attention to stuff like that. And it helps you, then you'll get, then you'll get better at dumping books faster. Yeah. And then you'll be able to read even more good books. Yeah. That's great. More time. More time, more books. Uh, So now we can't actually name the books that we've stopped reading for this challenge because that wouldn't be nice. So, uh, and for the future, for the end of the year, after, if there's a book for this particular challenge, you don't have to tell us what book that you dumped. No, we're trust- but you can. We're fine with you telling us. You can tell us, but we're, this is the honor system. We are trusting you. You don't have to, you don't have to tell us. Uh, but Bria, have you checked this box off yet? I have not. I did. I have a real strong memory last year of, I rem- I was in San Francisco working and I was halfway through a book. There was sci-fi set in San Francisco and I thought I'd love it. And I did dump that book and I was so far into this book, but I was just like, I just can't get through this book. I'm going to be sad if I keep reading it. But this year I have actually powered through two books that I didn't really oh, like, Bria. which is not good. No. Two books that I was like, dump that oh, book. okay, well I'll just finish it. Cause I don't know. I was like, you know, whatever. So I have yet to quit a book this year. Um, should I let people know when I do? Should I like announce yes. it on the show? Yes. Like, what are you reading? I'm like, I'm reading a book I stopped reading and just like not tell yes. you. All right, I'll let you know. Stay tuned. I'm excited. TBD. Sorry, listeners. I get to know. Yeah, you'll, I'll tell Mallory. Um, I'll <laughs> tell you if you come up to me and ask me. I'll definitely tell you. I'll tell you the book I, I dumped last year. I'm totally willing to tell people if you ask me in IRL. Yes, that's, oh, that's like a good incentive for people to come to our live events. It's like, oh, you get the secret reading glasses. Oh, ask start. us the secrets. We'll tell you in real life. We just um, won't put it on the record. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What about you? Have you have you checked out this book? Sorry, I've about, done two. This book, this box. You've done two? Yeah. I wow. St- so I stopped listening to an audiobook that I didn't like because it was boring and it was wicked fucking long too, which also helped it. I forget how many hours. It was like 15 hours or something crazy and, um, or 18 hours or something. It was so long and I got a few chapters in and I was just like, this is so boring. I can't do another 15 hours of this. And I returned it. And then there was a physical book that I stopped reading uh, that I got from the library and I just wasn't grabbing me. It was weird. It wasn't boring, but I wasn't connecting with it. I wasn't loving it. It was during, you know, remember the last month I was just in this terrible book slump and it just wasn't doing yeah. it for me. So I was like, you know, I, I had gotten like six or seven chapters in, which was unusual. Normally yeah, yeah, I put yeah. it down first, but so I have, uh, I've dumped a book. Wow. This is a great way to advocate for libraries because it's much easier to dump a library book because you didn't spend any money on it. Yes, you spent the time going to the library, but at the very least, you're like, well, just return that book. Yeah. You know? And be a good library citizen so someone can get it after you. Exactly. So you can send your thoughts on book dumping to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com and before we answer a recommendation request, we're going to take a quick break. can't believe we got through that whole section without a poop joke. Mission Control, this is Rocket Ship One. Come in, Mission Control. This is Mission Control. Go ahead. We have incoming, and it looks big. Can you identify? It looks like some sort of pledge drive. Affirmative. It's Max Fun Drive. That's a verified Max Fun Drive. Countdown to Max Fun Drive is initiated. Can you project a time to intercept? Based on the current trajectory, Max Fun Drive will be here from March 16 to March 27. March 16 to March 27. Roger. Rocket Ship One, can you confirm a visual on common Max Fun Drive phenomena, such as the best episodes of the year, bonus content, and special gifts for new and upgrading monthly members? We have a visual. Great episodes, bonus content, premium gifts confirmed, and more. It sure sounds quiet down there. Mission Control, what's your status? All systems go, Rocket Ship One. Just catching up on our favorite Max Fun shows so we can tune into Max Fun Drive episodes between March 16 and March 27. 
over and out. <laughs> We're going to take a moment to answer a recommendation request from Marcella. I guess this, this, this is like the relationship advice show. Nice. <laughs> so Marcella says, I'm currently healing from finally cutting a toxic person from my life after three years of an on and on of an on and off relationship and would love to dive into some female-centered romantic comedies that are funny, non-problematic with a specific dude did me wrong, now watch me roar message. Bria, what should Marcella read? First of all, I'm clapping for you over here. Yay. We're clapping. Cut Dump that, the boy. Dump, Dump the that book. person. Turn that toxic person out of your life. This was the, a, I turned it into a cheer. I yeah. don't know. You can just close the book on him and... Throw it away. Yeah, I just dump that person. I'm I'm very proud of Marcella for dumping that toxic person. Yeah, oh, it, even if you're not dating them, I just like some. I also have dumped toxic people out of my life in the last couple of years. I very rarely do it. I'm very mm-hmm. loyal to the end, and um, it's hard to do. It's hard it to get hard. rid of a toxic person. Yeah, you've already you've sunk. To, it's just like with books. You're you've sunk. Sunk friend fallacy. Um, so I'm going to recommend a space book for this because what I it's the only thing I really know how to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I this do is think your this one, talent. This one is not. Um, I've recommended it before on the show, but this one is not so much woman hear me hear me roar. Like I'm a woman hear me roar. It's more about. Um, it's more of an allegory for toxic relationships, and it does end positively. So I will just tell you that that is a bit of a spoiler. Sorry, but I'm just letting you I know think when that's you dive a fine in. Spoiler, especially if someone is in a rough spot like Marcella is I like when so that's the only time I'm okay with a little bit of spoiler if someone's like hey this don't worry like this ends well yeah it's called um the loneliest girl in the universe by Lauren James I love this book um it's about a teen girl in space who's all alone trying to go home her parents have died she's trying to get back home in the spaceship um she ends up having a crush on this man who is sent to um say sent to come get her and like they're just talking via like Te- like not text but like through the through computers yeah. or whatever through like their space computers i don't they're, know they're, they're sp- you put the word space in front of anything and like you know space, space messages uh, and and then it turns into this crazy thriller suspense thing um he turns out not to be the greatest guy or maybe not who he says he is and um it's great you will come out feeling fantastic and you will feel like you've triumphed with this teen girl and i really love that it sort of explored what it was like being lonely what it was like having like a teenage crush and getting involved in a relationship where you don't really know what what is you're getting into. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I think in that way, Marcella might relate to it. What are you suggesting for Marcella? So my suggestion is very weird, but I think it's perfect. I was actually very proud of this recommendation. Okay. Uh, so it's Made for Love by Alyssa Nutting. And it is very, again, it's very fucking weird, mm-hmm. but it is hilarious. Uh, it's about a woman and she's left her husband and her husband is this like bazillionaire tech genius and she left him because he wanted to like install this weird software in her brain what? for them to like, oh, I love this for them to, so they could like connect their minds and she didn't want to do that. So she leaves him, but she, because he's like a bazillionaire tech genius, she couldn't take any money. She's like on the run because he's like, she is convinced that he's going to be able to find her. So she goes and moves in with her her widowed father who's living in a trailer park in Florida. You know, I love a Florida book, mm-hmm. uh, but her, her dad, I, and I'm pretty sure it's Florida. Uh, and her dad is living with uh, this new sex doll that he bought as oh his girlfriend. And his dad is, her dad is like very happy in his new relationship with this doll. And his dad, her dad forces her to like talk to it and like, you know, pretend it's part of the family. And it's about her like 
trying to get her brain back together and trying to get her life back together after this like crazy breakup. And like, um, there's also a really weird subplot about a guy who's in love with a dolphin. I will. Wow. It is so weird, but it is so fucking hilarious. And it's such a great story about getting out of a toxic relationship and like how bonkers your life feels after you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And you will be cheering for this weird lady and like all the crazy things that happen to her and laughing and it does end well. And it is, yeah, Bria, you would actually, I'm literally adding it to my library list while we're talking. I I don't know. I haven't heard of this. You would love this book. Uh, She, Alyssa Nutting is, uh, got famous because the last book she wrote was a book called Tampa that made a big splash because it was, you remember that, that, um, teacher a it was a while ago and she was like sleeping with one of her middle school students oh yes 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 she wrote a book about it yes. like a novelization uh, yes, yes, yes. of it and it's very fucking weird oh wow it's okay. very weird and, okay I'm and, excited. but uh made for so that's made for love by Alyssa nutting and mine's the loneliest girl in the universe by lauren james again marcella we're very proud of you Now it's time to solve a bookish problem from one of our listeners shauna writes in i just returned the pandora room by past guest christopher golden Hooray. We love Chris. Yay. Uh, to the library, but I didn't get to finish it because of because half of page 132 was missing. I was very nervous to tell the librarian about it because I thought that they might think that I did it. I did not. Don't worry, Shauna. We are not we do not think it was you. Uh, however, I calmly explained I found the page missing and the librarian didn't even question it and was very nice. I am in line for a new copy, so I'm looking forward to fi- finally finishing it. It's a very good book so far. I thought that I would share my experience so that if other listeners experience this, that they won't be so nervous about approaching a librarian about a damaged book. Also, I wanted y'all's opinion on the matter. I feel like whenever there's a y'all, I should have you read it. Um, unfortunately, they're taking the book out of circulation, and this kind of makes me feel bad because it has a nice hardcover and otherwise unblemished. Do you know what happens to these kinds of books? Have you ever experienced something like this? So, as a like as a past library assistant, Bria, give us the give us the lowdown. I actually reached out to uh, friend of the show Brazos, librarian Brazos. I love we always text. We're like Brazos. I, please, I, tell please tell me. I know. I just email. I'm like, I have a question. Um, Brazos. I asked him, and he said, I asked him like, if you if there was a missing page, I didn't realize it was half a page. Sorry, I misread the. Thing. It's the it for all intents and purposes, it's right? The same thing. And, he said, here's what happens with the book, because I was curious about that. Um, it depends on when we received it and were alerted. It could be returnable to the vendor, especially if it's a known publisher error. So if it's missing a full page and it seems like it's a publishing problem, that it will just be sent back and the library can return it and they'll get their money back or get a new book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a missing book page is generally going to be deselected, which I think means, yes, it goes away um because he says some pages are really important but it's also true like imagine if like and then she opened the door and sorry (laughs) next page um yeah this has never happened to me i don't think as far as i can as far as i can remember i guess libraries are pretty good about keeping their books up to date or library citizens are good about telling the library when things are not not right um but i think you did exactly what you should do and it sucks the book has to be you know taken out of circulation but it's great for chris golden because that means that they buy another copy of his book they buy another copy of his book it's great for chris golden and it's also great for the next person who is going to get that book and be like oh no what happened on this page yeah um i feel bad for i I feel bad for shauna because shauna has to like go get this book again at some point. But um, yeah, I think Shauna did exactly what, what she was supposed to do. Um, but it sucks. The book is, t- I think you did exactly what you're supposed to do. And the book, as much as we love books, some of them are no longer functional. Their entire job is to have the words that you need to read. Yeah. Well, also it's going to get recycled so it can get, get new life as another book someday. Exactly. Exactly. What do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, this is, it's never happened to me, but it definitely does happen. And don't, 
Chana, don't feel bad. Anyone who is listening, don't feel bad. The librarians, you're not going to like be, come up and go, oh, a page is missing and like a cage is going to come down from the ceiling and alarms go off. Like, look, it's a book ruiner. And then like a book detective comes in. Yeah. They're like, where were you when you opened the book? <laughs> when like they take, they fingerprint it and they're like, we see your fingerprints all over One this of those page. big old timey uh, <laughs> micro, uh, magnifying glasses and like looking at the book. Like they're not, they're not going to bust you. Yeah. They're real. They're, they are going to be really happy that you took the time to tell them that this book doesn't work anymore. Um, and it, like, it doesn't work anymore. Well, it, it is true. It's like if your computer was missing a key, like, but it was not replaceable. Yeah. It's not a computer anymore. I, I mean, a book's job is to tell you a story. And if the page is missing, then it doesn't work. Books go to college. <laughs> they get a degree <laughs> so that they can get a job telling you a story. <laughs> and this book needs to go back and, and relearn all this stuff and feel good, Shauna, because you, like, like we said, you are... because the next person is going to have to do the exact same thing as you. Yeah. So you're stopping the cycle and getting a new book. Chris Golden's going to be very happy. And remember, libraries have budgets to buy new books. Yeah. This is like, this is just good for everybody except for, you know, that book that has its page missing. But again, it's going to get recycled. Yeah. And going to have a new magical life. And it's it'll be like the Lion King scene and... A monkey is going to hold up the baby book over the same <laughs> It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want us to solve your reader problem, you can send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. As always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy who are in our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. Remember, if you want to support us and look cool when you do it, you can buy Reading Glasses tote bags and shirts and bookmarks in the Maximum Fun store. There's a link in the show notes. And if you like the show and want to support us for free, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It's great for us. Helps us reach more listeners makes us look really fucking cool you can email us at reading glasses podcast at gmail.com find us on twitter at reading g podcast on instagram at reading glasses podcast and you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag reading glasses podcast thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported